This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Three, two, one, and welcome everybody to this episode of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. It's me. I'm back. I'm still here, still alive. I skipped over a week or so, and um, uh, no apologies. I'm just letting you know I skipped over uh, a week or so. That's because I'm still healing from that crazy, crazy, unexpected neck surgery. Um, Solo Sundays. (laughs) How about a a slit throat Sunday? Oh, my goodness. It's been uh, two weeks, two weeks and a couple of days since that surgery. So I'm still working on uh, getting back on my feet. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a much longer process than I thought, but uh, it's a uh, it's a challenge that I will enjoy. I, I love challenges, especially when it has to do with anything physical. Um, that's the power lifter in me. I like those physical challenges. But uh, I just wanted to s- step back into the office here, into the studio, and get on the mic and say hi to you people and share a few thoughts that I've been having. This is going to be a short episode. Um, I'm willing and able, but uh, endurance is a factor here. So it's the whole thing of sitting up straight and not having um, support on my neck and upper back and shoulders. You know, back in the old days, uh, my wife had a very similar surgery about 20 some years ago, 25 years ago, maybe, maybe. <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, you know, back then they used to put the, the, the neck brace, the big collar around you and they don't do that anymore. So, uh, <laughs> I'm really feeling the challenges of, uh, of head movement or the, or the lack of head movement. Cause I tell you, it really is an issue when it comes to balance and everything. And, um, it's just a challenge. It's going to be a, it's going to be a bit of a uphill battle, but, uh, but again, I, I like those challenges. So, um, here I am. I know some of you were wondering where I was and, um, at the same time as I was telling myself, I'll take the time away from the microphone that I need, uh, in order to rest up and heal. I also felt that pressure and <laughs> that desire to get back, that desire to not be forgotten. So I haven't forgotten about you guys. I love you guys. I want to thank you for your support and let me uh, also throw this out there. Uh, you can find me all across social media. I think the easiest way to do that is to go to my website, uh, John Allen That's J O H N. A-L-A-N-P-O-D.com. If you go there and you see the homepage and across the top, you'll see the different social media icons for Twitter, for Instagram, for Facebook. Click on them and uh, that'll take you to my pages on those respective social media platforms. And of course, you can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Podbean, Podbean, um, everywhere, everywhere you find podcasts, please give me a listen. Please subscribe on those respective platforms, wherever you hear me. Uh, that means a lot. Um, so I thank you, uh, ahead of time for that. I'm just going to assume that you're going to hear this and you're going to go and rush out there and, and, uh, and fix that, uh, follow and that subscription. So I will say ahead of time, thank you for that. <clears throat> Let me get into the the meat or the purpose of this. Uh, oh, meat. I'm kind of hungry. I think I'll make a hamburger when I'm done with this. Protein, you know. Anyway, uh, I want to get into the, the to the subject matter, uh, basically what I had on my mind today. 
Um, so settle in now. I want you to settle in and close off all thought and just listen for a second. Let me see if you can. Let me see if you can dig this. Let me see if you can. If you can feel what I'm saying here. Um, for me, anyway, having so many thoughts and ideas can be overwhelming and simply frustrating. Um, what I do, I, and, and, I, and I suggest this to y'all, I suggest using a journal, um, uh, whether it's a spoken journal on some sort of uh, dictaphone that you have on your cell phone, uh, or a written journal, or some other method of documentation so that your ideas and your plans don't fade into nothingness. You know, <clears throat> if you're like me, uh, and you're a thinker, I'm a thinker, and I'm a planner, uh, I'm a dreamer, and I get these uh, ideas, and some of them uh, I remember because there's just something about that idea that really excites me, so I'll remember it, and it will come to fruition. I will at least try to... Um, to, uh, to let that idea become a project which then sees the light of day. Uh, but sometimes, even though it may have been a great idea at the time, it kind of fades away. I kind of forget about it. And I can be, that can be so frustrating. You know, it's almost like when you wake up from a dream that was really cool, you know, uh, um, and uh, almost right away you start to forget it and you wish that you could remember that dream or you wish you could have written it down or something. <clears throat> so my thing is, is do that uh, writing process or that, that, that uh, journal process, whether it's written or spoken. Maybe the spoken journal can be um, even better and easier to do than the written journal. Um, but it, it, it keeps those ideas in uh, um, a virtual or maybe even a physical file cabinet. And when, you know, there's really no reason to be bored in today's uh, society but if you find yourself bored, you can go back to that journal or go back to those sound files. If you did it, uh, if you did a vocal uh, documentation of that idea, you can go back and pull it up and see if this idea or this thought can actually see the light of day. Um, I tell you, it will do something for your productivity. It will do something for your mental health because boredom brings very often it brings frustration or sadness or anger, you know, those negative emotions that you have. Uh, and, and, and please don't, um, you know, uh, I'm, this, this is, you know, I'm, I'm not a shaman or one of the, these new age people that people brush off. Uh, uh, personally, personally, I believe a lot of them are frauds, but a lot of, but, but some of them actually are people with good intentions and a lot of knowledge on these subjects. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be either one of those things. I'm just telling you, I'm just a normal guy and, and I'm just sharing my process with you. But that documentation uh, of your ideas so that you can pull them out at your leisure. Uh, you can pull them out in moments of boredness or if you're feeling uninspired, if you're some sort of an artist, whether you're a musician or a writer, uh, a, a painter or a sculptor, you know, um, if you can go to this file cabinet, whether it's real or virtual, and pull out those old ideas, it might be something that can kick you into a new level of creativity and productivity. Uh, that method has served me well. Um, I don't write too many things down, but I do document uh, things verbally on my on my telephone, uh, whether it's song ideas or lyric ideas or just, you know, a, a new subject that I would like to study on my own time. Uh, I think my uh, 
my schoolroom days are, are long gone, but I do study things in, in my own time. That might be wasted time, a lot of people would say, but I just can't handle the idea of school anymore. <laughs> That's me. Um, but it, it serves me well to have that documentation process because it just makes things so readily available. So, so document your ideas, and then that will put you into a position to uh, engage in actionable development when the time is right. And I say when the time is right because some people wear themselves down. I know a couple of people like that. They wear themselves down because they feel, and that feeling is is important here, they feel that they have to be in constant motion and constant um, action towards developing something. And while that can be very productive, it can also be very tiring, both physically and mentally. Um, but that's an individual thing. You know, uh, I like to portion my uh, uh, periods of productivity and action. I like to portion it out. I like to, to, to have it at a manageable level. So it's just, it, for me, it, it, it works quite well to have this uh, virtual, for me, it's a virtual file cabinet with ideas that I've thought at one point or another, pull them out, uh, put them into actionable development when the time is right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still physically a wreck <laughs> since that neck surgery a couple of weeks ago, and I'm not capable of very much right now, but I am, however, capable of planning and documentation. I am capable of planning and documentation. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing exactly that. Uh, I'm making plans. You know, I want to come out of the gate strong, running hard and fast, um, when, when I'm capable of doing that, uh, I have a couple of projects that have kind of been on the back burner for a while, you know, and there's reasons for that. Um, for a while I was really beating myself up after my son passed away, uh, beating myself up about that. And, and in the course of trying to deal with his passing, it interfered with my creativity. And I really was struggling against that. But I found out that why should I struggle against that? Uh, I, I started to think now is not the time to be very creative. Now is the time to, to grieve <clears throat> the passing of my son. Uh, so that's what I did. And I actually found, um, you know, I wasn't happy. You know, I wasn't out picking flowers and skipping, you know, through the fields. But I did lose uh, a certain amount of weight that was on my shoulders. I lost that, that self-imposed pressure to do something besides grieve the passing of my son. I just embraced the grieving process. Um, it didn't make the grieving process any easier, but it did make my life, uh, it has made my life uh, for the last few months easier. Uh, but the grieving process is tough. That's a heavy thing. That's a heavy load to carry. So why carry other loads that uh, that I can carry at a later time? That's basically... That was basically my the, the thought process that led me to dropping my resistance against the grieving process. <clears throat> and my voice gets a little shaky. Uh, I'm fighting against the emotion. So yeah, the grieving process continues. The grieving process continues, but that is what it is. So anyway, uh, beyond that, um, as I said, I'm not capable of very much physically, but I am capable of, of you know, thinking, planning. Uh, and, and documenting those thoughts and those plans so that uh, when the time is right, a couple of fun projects, projects that are fun, that will be fun for me anyway, um, will 
uh, see the light of day. I can tell you one of those projects is an album project, not my own, uh, not directly my own. Uh, I was the lyricist for this entire album. And uh, boy, this is something that I have, you know, when you go into a cooperation with other parties on a project, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's an art form uh, to be able to have balance in that cooperation. You know, you have things that you want to get through on the project, but the other person, the other party in that cooperation, they have their things that they want to get through. Um, and there's other people who are involved. There's other people who have a little bit of say-so. And that's just part of the thing that, you know, that's that's part of a cooperation on any project. But uh, <laughs> I feel like I won. I feel like I came out on top um, <clears throat> now that this album is going to see the light of day. And uh, just so you don't get the wrong idea, it's not the artist who I wrote the lyrics for who was the hindrance or the the, the obstacle. Uh, you know, there are some other things. You know, music business is unfortunately a business, and there's things that get in the way uh, of the artist, of the artistry. A um, couple mistakes that are made, a couple, couple of decisions that are made uh, that I didn't quite agree with but anyway here we are now we're now this project is going to see the light of day um i want to throw a shout out to my friend henning uh reme uh what a guy because in my weekend conditioned uh condition there's you know there was some administrative things that needed to be done and of course i couldn't do it so henning stepped in and um Basically, he played the record company executive because this project is going to be released on my label, Loyal Oak Productions, uh, and it'll be coming out real soon. You guys will see all the promotion material through my throughout my social media, and I'll probably talk about it on this podcast uh, in not too long, and I will probably be doing an episode with the artist uh, himself on that album project. He'll probably be, probably be a guest on the Coming On Podcast with John Allen in not too long. Um, so yeah, this is coming out on my label, Loyal Oak Productions and, and God bless good friends. Oh my gosh. Henning. I love that guy. He is, um, uh, yeah, I've said this before. If I call someone brother, it's because I have true love for them. And I just love this guy. He's the first friend that I made here in Norway. So I've known him for, what is it now? 19 years and love him to death and that he stepped up. Um, you know, he has his own label, people, uh, so he could have, uh, it's a long story, but he was in a position to where he could have actually given out this project uh, on his own label, but he understood my connection, because I, I got to tell you guys, this is some of the best lyrics, I feel, the best lyrics that I've ever written. Uh, I had to go in a totally different place to write these lyrics, so there's a lot of feeling in these lyrics. <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. Some people who have heard these songs, in fact, Henning, uh, when he heard these songs, he called me up and asked me if I was okay. <laughs> hey man, are you doing, are you, are you okay? Is there anything wrong? Because there's a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, uh, in these lyrics. Some of them are somewhat biographical, but some of them, I'm just telling a story, but they hit people. These lyrics hits people so hard uh, that people that know me uh, and among them Henning, they 
question my sanity. No, not my sanity, but they question how I'm how I'm doing. Am I doing okay? And I love it. That's the kind of reaction you want as a lyricist. You want people to really feel the emotion um, that's behind, that's under, that's around, that's in the lyrics uh, that that I write. So great reaction. But I, I love Henning. He could have put this out on his own label, but he understood my connection to these lyrics and to this project. And um, he basically just did all of the administrative work uh, to prepare all of this stuff for release, all of this music for release on this album. He just did the, the, the administrative work in my place so that it comes out on my label. I love that guy. I love that guy. Uh, we'll see how much he loves me if this album becomes like a big hit with videos on MTV. <laughs> Are there still videos on MTV? I don't know. You know, and, and 10 million downloads and, and uh, I get the money. We'll see how much Henning loves me then. <laughs> That's a joke there. I don't think Henning, Henning is one of those musicians. Um, and a lot of musicians are like this where they say they're just doing it for the fun of it. Well, I'm doing it for the fun of it, but I also like to get paid. Uh, I'm a firm believer in artist rights. Um, if the artist does the work, the artist should make the money. Um, you can suffer a little when it comes to distribution and promotion when you're not under a big record label, but those big record labels are just, ah, they're just, they're just robbing these artists blind. Um, it's really a sad thing, but it's also a lot of positivity out there in the music world. There are more and more of these young cats, not even necessarily young cats. There's even some older musicians. Look at what Neil Young is doing. Um, if you're not aware of it, Neil Young has probably the coolest musical website out there. In fact, it's, it's not even a website. I mean, he has a website, but check out the app. He has an app that just blows. I'm sorry to say this, but it blows Spotify away. It blows iTunes away. Uh, just, Check out Neil Young's app. Um, what's the name of that app? I believe it's called NYT, which I believe stands for the Neil Young Times. Uh, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to say too much about it, but it's pretty cool. So check out Neil Young's app. My dream is to have something like that for my music and all of the music that I've collaborated on. I've written, I'm so proud to say I've written a lot of songs, over a hundred songs that are out there, you know, that have gone through production and have been released. Um, uh, it's all out there uh, under other artists. Maybe I'll link, I'll find a way to link to it when I post this podcast episode. But um, I digress. <laughs> I'm a talker and I've kind of strayed away from the point of this podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice. Wow. You know, a part of this neck operation, of course, I was intubated. And uh, even though it's coming up on two and a half, three weeks since the operation, my voice is still messed up. So if I sound rough in the voice right now, I, uh, that's, that's the explanation. That intubating period, uh, process where they shove the tube and, and everything down my throat. Plus, in order to cut into the vertebrae and, and the disc and everything in my neck, they have to shove. If you can picture this, they book, they, they literally had to shove aside my trachea and my Adam's apple, had to shove it to the side so it was shaped like an S in my neck in order to get to my spine and my, my, my cervical vertebrae. So, yeah, man, I'm walking around with trauma, a traumatized voice. But I am training that up. I try to sing a little bit uh, every day. I'm up to being able to sing for about five minutes in a stretch. 
before it's just too much for my throat. But uh, it'll it'll get back. I got I have kind of a Rod Stewart sound to my voice when I sing now. But uh, I'll get back to my old silky tones, if that's what you can call it. Um, yeah, I'll link. I'll put up a link to to some of this music, uh, so you guys can see what's going on with that, or what has been going on with that. But anyway, those were my thoughts. You know, um, there's no reason to be bored. Everybody is a thinker. Everybody has ideas. Um, I figure if you think it, there is some worth in it. Uh, if you think of something you'd like to do, there is some worth in actually exploring that and seeing if that project can see the light of day. Uh, don't let your thoughts and plans and ideas fade into nothingness. Uh, I do believe in inspiration. I don't know where inspiration comes from. I believe it comes from the divine. That's my thought. Uh, and if that's the case, uh, it's slightly blasphemous <laughs> to not uh, uh, develop uh, those ideas and work them into something that is actionable. Uh, I don't want to get into a discussion in, in, uh, in uh, religion and all that stuff, and I'm halfway joking, but, but I seriously do believe that uh, thoughts and ideas and inspiration are things that should be uh, developed. Uh, one last thing I'd like to say um, if you're feeling stressed, if you are feeling angry, sad, and I know a lot of these words fit with a lot of people, you know, people are being shut in and kept away from their job and kept away from their friends and whatnot. And that, that can lead to feelings that are less than positive. Um, try meditation, try prayer, try a moment of silence for yourself now, let me explain that real quick before I let you go. Uh, every day I take at least 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes every day uh, by myself. And it is a, it is a, it's 10 minutes of, of quiet, 10 minutes of reflection, 10 minutes of prayer. If you're not the praying type, uh, then meditate. If you think meditation is a bunch of metaphysical foolishness, then just have a time of silence and non-thinking. Give your brain, you know, if you think of your brain as a motor, uh, what motor is going to work optimally forever? You have to shut it off. It has to have maintenance. And you get that maintenance when you sleep. You know, that sleep is, a, is you know, your brain processing everything that it experienced during the day. But there's something different when you take this time during the day, you know, like I said, at least 10 minutes and have a period of, you know, you reserve that time for yourself. And that is your time for silence or meditation or prayer or non-thinking or all of them. For me, it is a, a moment of silence, meditation, prayer, and non-thinking. It works. Um, it works for me anyway. So if you know me, if you're a friend, uh, a real life friend, and you know anything about me, and you, if you like any of that stuff, a big part of that is these small moments every day of silence, meditation, prayer, and non-thinking. It calms me. It, it, it centers me. It um, gives me clarity after the fact. It gives me much, much clarity. Um, yeah. So there's your metaphysical episode for the day. 
Um, again, I have to cut it short. Endurance is an issue. Uh, I love you guys. Please go to my website, johnallenpod.com, J-O-H-N-A-L-A-N-P-O-D.com. And from there, you can find me on all social media platforms. You'll see it on the homepage across the top of the page. Um, please like, subscribe, uh, share these podcast episodes. If it does something good for you, don't be, just don't be selfish. You weren't raised that way. Don't be selfish. Send it on to somebody else. Share it with them. Let's get a community going. Let's get a Loyal Oak community going. Speaking of which, on my website, if you look at uh, the page Loyal Oak Artists, uh, those are, um, it's like an artist collective. And when I say artists, I'm talking about writers, painters, uh, musicians, and whatnot. I'm going to be adding a couple of uh, musicians to that page here very shortly. Uh, among them, the musician who uh, I wrote the lyrics for and the album is coming out in, in not too long. Uh, I'll be adding those people. If you know of any artists, uh, musicians, things like that, give me a suggestion. Let me contact them. Maybe I can get them on this podcast. Maybe they'd like to become a Loyal Oak artist as well. We are just a supportive group. You know, maybe you're you're a Loyal Oak artist who is a writer. And then there's another Loyal Oak artist who would like to write a book. And this writer could possibly be a ghostwriter or a supportive uh, source to another Loyal Oak artist. You know, you, you get what I'm you get what I'm talking about here? Several branches of the Loyal Oak, okay? Little artist collective is what I'm talking about. So get involved. Um, reach out to me. Yeah, reach out to me and uh, stay, in, stay in touch. I've got some exciting things coming up. Um, I tell you, the power of positive thinking. I, I, like, like I said, I've, I spend a lot of time thinking. I spend a lot of time planning. And um, uh, the little bit that I'm able to do, I do. And that has led to a few new contacts just in the last week since this surgery. Um, so there's going to be some rather exciting guests coming in. Uh, Stay tuned. We're going to have some fun coming up. Take care and love yourself. Love yourself till everyone else does too. How about that? Give that a try. All right. Bye everybody. Thank you and goodbye.